0: The death of a jovial heart is a calamity, flowers withering in autumn a tragedy, someone in this world who could bear to listen to my tale of separation an impossibility. Should our guide's vigilance slacken but for a moment, the caravan would be plundered, a catastrophe. It was I who offered my nest to the lightning's fire. I did this to myself, a sheer insanity. How could sympathetic souls endure it, the clamor of sighs and wailing like doomsday misery, to forsake the love of flesh and blood-horries in the vague hope of paradise and absurdity? Now, to find the darshan has been anointed the tavern Master, the master of the tavern, God have mercy. Why does he say that? <laughs> this is poem poem seventy five which is poem seventy eight in the Urdu original Asnavi, Mata inura, the darshan Singh. the death of a jovial heart is a calamity. Hmm. Jovial heart, happy, happy heart, is saying that it would be wrong not to read this with a happy, joking manner. <laughs> the death of a jovial heart is a calamity, if you're that way or not, jovial. You should read it with joviality. The death of a jovial heart is a calamity. Well, if a person is happy, right, and I sort of become unhappy... Yeah, never noticed that, like a happy go lucky person. Were you a happy go lucky person when you went to Central Park and did all your paintings? Did you have a jovial heart? Did you? The death of a jovial heart is a calamity, the flower, flowers withering in autumn, a tragedy. Someone in this world who could bear to listen to my tale of separation. An impossibility. He's saying there's no one who can stand to listen to his poetry, (laughs) who can bear to listen to this tale of separation. There's no one capable of bearing the tale of separation besides him and Rumi. Right? And we're uh, not up to it. Someone in this world who could bear to listen to my tale of separation an impossibility. So, like I said, we can't understand this poem. Hmm. Should our guides vigilance slacken for a moment, we won't understand the poem. <laughs> Should our guides vigilance slacken for a moment, the caravan would be plundered. A catastrophe. It was I who offered my nest to the lightning's fire. I did this to myself, sheer sure insanity. Have you done that where you offered your ego for annihilation? Mm-hmm. I was I who offered my nest to the lightning's fire. I did this to myself. Was that like he went into ultra-deep meditation for a long time? Mm-hmm sheer madness! sanity. How could sympathetic souls endure it? The clamor of sighs and wailing like doomsday misery. To forsake the love of flesh and blood worries. Uh, in the vague hope of paradise. Absurdity. Now to find that Darshan has been anointed. That Master of the tavern, God have mercy. He's saying that we should... That God should have mercy, that he was selected as the master. Now to find that Darshan has been anointed the master of the tavern, why should we be concerned about him being the master? He's he's master. Yeah, but he says, God have mercy... Because he prays to God. Uh, Let's see such an easy task. He has to be vigilant for everybody, as he said. Let
1: me you know, see what happens.
0: Everybody's uh, 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 trust in him in a way because he's responsible for so many. Analysis. Verse 1 says When you entertain something very important, you ask God to have mercy. The death of a jovial heart is calamity, flowers withering in autumn, a tragedy. The verse 1, the re-diff refrain of this gospel is the phrase quia mate, which can mean it's the day of judgment, the doomsday, a great upheaval, the end of the world, a calamity. The phrase also connotates a sense of great astonishment, which is expressed variously according to the context in which it appears. Verse 3 says, "Should our guide's vigilance slacken for a moment, the caravan would be plundered, a catastrophe." The verse shows the immensity of the spiritual master's responsibility towards his disciples whose souls he is bound to protect without his intercession. The disciples would be vulnerable to temptations and attacks from negative forces on the inner way, which would spell their spiritual downfall, as Jaladidun, Jalaluddin, Din, Rumi, as said, ke per." I try to give the version. Choose a mystic guide, for without a guide this journey is beset with untold fear, peril, and calamity. Even on a road that you've traveled many a time, without an escort, you are left in utter bewilderment. So venture not alone on a road you've never seen. On no account forsake the company of the guide. Without his protective hand overhead, O oh fool, you will be bewildered by the call of vicious ghouls. Ghouls are like evil demons. They will lead you off the path to your destruction, O oh, many savvier savvy person, severe, Better. severe, then you have tried this path and perished, many, oh many severe, then you have tried this path and perished, that's where, that's Rumi, which is compared to, should our guys vigilance slacken for a moment, the air van will be plundered into catastrophe. Then he says, it was I who was offered the nest to the lightning's fire. I did this to myself, sheer insanity. Very nice. The poet should foresee the calamities that would befall his heart, his nest. Yet he could not resist surrendering it to the cruel, fickle, beloved, symbolized by the lightning. It says here, the poet should foresee the calamities that would befall his heart. His nest He says it was I who offered my nest, which he is saying is a heart to the lightning's fire, which is the beloved. To this I did this to myself, sheer insanity. How could sympathetic souls endure at the clamors of sighs and wailing like doomsday misery? Now that one. You don't know what that means. Go back to the poem and read it. I am reading it. I am reading it. Hmm. Verse 6 says, To forsake the love of flesh and blood worries in the vague hope of paradise absurdity. He says this means the poet refuses to embrace the tyrannical believer's ideal of postponed gratification for neither does he accept that the charms of the horis, the maidens of paradise, will be superior to those of the beauties of this world, nor is he sure that such horis even exist. In a mystical sense, no paradise to come, or the beauties that inhabit it, could compare with the paradise the poet has found in the company of his enrapturing beloveds, his spiritual masters. Interesting point. (laughs) And then, at one point, he's saying that uh, that the charms of the maidens of paradise, he does not accept that they will be superior to those of the beauties of this world. He's saying the beauties of this world are superior to the maidens of paradise. why is that strange? <coughs> How can people be more beautiful than? Well, I've maintained that a a, a woman, earthly woman, is, can be more beautiful than a than a celestial nymph or maidens of paradise. And on the other hand, also the masters, <coughs> the charms of the masters, superior to paradise itself. He's saying it's better. Paradise is being with the spiritual master, not being, waiting to go up to heaven to be with celestial nymphs. You get the point? To forsake the love of flesh and blood, whoaries, which are maidens of paradise, in the vague hope of paradise. It's an absurdity. It's absurd to, like, wait around and say, go to heaven after death, now to find the Darshan has been anointed the master of the tavern. My God have mercy, which here it's for 7. It's a shocking irony and an unimaginable turn of events that lowly Darshan has been appointed tavern master, Piri Mughan, Mughan, M-U-G-H-A-N, with the responsibility of pouring out the wine of mystic love to all. In his Hindu commentary on this verse, Harish Chandra, Chandra writes, quote, God save this tavern. Considering the squandering habits of those profugate wastrels, profugate wastrels, the spiritual tavern masters, the entire store will be brought to ruin at his hands. In other words, he's he's implying that Darshan will profligate. Uh, he will just distribute everything. <laughs> he's recklessly extravagant in his his giving away of grace. Uh, he's he's a the master is a profligate wastrel. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's a He gives away, in other words, he's liberal in the giving of mystical love to all, is what it's saying. I'll read the poem again, since I went off on a tangent. I'll try to keep my heart jovial. The death of a jovial heart is a calamity. Flowers withering in autumn a tragedy. Someone in this world who could bear to listen to my tale of separation an impossibility. Should our guide's vigilance slacken for a moment, the caravan would be plundered a catastrophe. It was I who offered my nest to the lightning's fire. I did this to myself. Sheer insanity how could sympathetic souls endure it the clamor of sighs and wailing like doomsday misery to forsake the love of flesh and blood and the vague hope of paradise absurdity. Now to find that Darshan has been appointed the master of the tavern. God have mercy. Huh. Uh-huh. Shall we keep discussing this, or you're tired of my profligate wastrelness, uh, my useless extravagance, uh, wasteful good-for-nothing, good-for-nothing reading of this? Uh, don't analyze it. Hmm. can read it with analysis. The death of my being able to do analysis is a calamity. The death of a jovial heart is a calamity. Flowers withering in autumn, a tragedy. Someone in this world who could bear to listen... To my reading of this poetry is an impossibility. <laughs> Someone in this world who could bear to listen to my tale of separation an impossibility. But we felt that Rumi would be able to understand it. Don't say anything else, well, at least he would. Someone Don't interrupt the poem. in this world who could bear to listen to my tale of separation is an impossibility with See, the exception he, of he, romance. Uh can find anybody who will listen to his pain in the brain. Exactly. Uh, Well, the, all of human life is a tale of separation. The, the story of the soul from God but is... Uh, it's his soul. Which so we... Tara, Remember, oh, it be so painful that dare to listen to Remember in the prior poems, like he talked about, this happened from the beginning of time or something, when the soul, something was um the very beginning of time, okay. the soul was, the tale of separation began, like uh, way back. So that's the tale of separation. You could say all of the reincarnations of the soul or the original creation almost. Someone in this world who can bear to listen to my tale of separation and impossibility. There's not many that can understand. Should our guide's vigilance slacken for a moment? The caravan would be plundered, a catastrophe. It was I who offered my nest to the lightning's fire. I did this to myself, sheer insanity. Sacrifice. Why is it sheer insanity? Sacrifice, self-sacrifice. It's like saying, it's be, it's. it goes back to the title of the book, Love's Last Madness. There's a saying, to be a mystic is so madness. In love, it's madness yeah. to be a mystic. Yeah. Insane, insanity, what you say, is like from love, insanity. There's too much. Uh, These people yeah. are, ins- mystics are insane. <laughs> How could sympathetic souls endure it? The clamor of sighs and wailing like doomsday misery. What is that anyways? Read that sentence again, how? How could sympathetic souls endure it? Mm -hmm. The clamor of sighs. The clamor? Clamor. What is clamor? You don't know what a clamor is? The racket, the noise. Alexa, what's the definition of the word clamor? Where is she? (laughs) Alexa, what's the definition of the word C-L-A-M-O-R? As a noun, clamor is usually defined as a loud uproar, as from a crowd of people. As a verb, clamor is usually defined as To make a clamor, raise an outcry. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for clamor. The loud uproar of sighs. The clamor of sighs, wailing like doomsday misery. How could sympathetic souls endure it? The clamor of sighs and wailing like doomsday misery. What? I don't know what doomsday misery is. Wailing? What is wailing? No, what, wailing is the crying. Um, to forsake the love of flesh and blood horries in the vague hope of paradise? Absurdity. Now to, to find to what? Uh, again. To forsake the love of flesh mm-hmm. and blood horries in the vague hope of paradise. Uh I, I did. Uh-huh. You didn't say the last word. God have mercy on this to forsake. To forsake the love of flesh and blood or in the vague hope of paradise absurdity. Now to find that Darshan has been anointed the master of the tavern. God have mercy.